Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Karim Benzema. Karim Benzema. Karim Benzema. Karim Benzema. Three hundred and sixty-five days of sport. Yes, good evening and welcome to yet another edition of the greatest sports radio show on the planet. Yes, it's the Jack Link's Beef Jerky 365 Days of Sport. This is edition number 142. Yep, we have done 141 of these shows quite amazingly. It is your weekly jaunt through the auspices and the back streets and the alleyways of the world of sport. Gosh, and you notice as soon as that Kareem Benzema comes oh. on, I just, just start shaking the head and unprompted. And quite, but quite casual. Just, just very casual. It just gets the body moving, doesn't yeah. it? It's a great version as well mm. of uh, Felice Navidad. It's uh, upbeat. It's uh, fantastic. I think it's going to become the version. It should it's be the take version. Over. Hey, uh, what a what a weekend of sport it's been, Beefy. Yeah, the President's Cup. We both went. We went on. I Friday. didn't know you were going. I didn't know I was going either. And then uh, I just sent message that you're on the fourth green. I have to be honest. I didn't get to see a whole lot of golf. Do you know what? When I left, I counted the exact number of shots I actually saw. Yeah. What did you get? 25. 25, okay. And that included a couple of putts. Uh, actually, that included a lot of putts. Yeah. I, um, I reckon I saw 15, max. Yeah. And we sat in front of the 6T for an hour and a half waiting for everyone to come through. So that was eight of them right there. Was it four groups or five groups? Five. Five groups, yeah. So then 20 players. Ten, 10 shots right but there. But it's foursome, so they're only playing one ball. Yeah. That's the problem. And I only saw another four shots when I was leaving because you had to walk past the 70th and I thought, oh, I might as well, as well check it out. wait for these and uh, yeah. saw another four groups, one of which included Tiger Woods. So yeah. kind of, even though on the 17th, even though it was a power four, mm. they were only hitting three or four irons. So it was like a, they were positional shots more than getting the big dog out and having yeah. a smash. Well, the sixth hole was a 300-meter par four. The Americans at that point were four points down, so they all went for it. Right. But the, all the internationals just took an iron out and just sort of went, so went safe. So I first. spent most of my time kind of uh, at the f- front fringe of the 11th green, which is also downhill 330. Right. Uh, so they were all trying to drive the green. Okay. Um, oh, that's a good spot. Yeah, but you can't see the T, see? You can only see the ball kind of get towards the, the green. Oh, yeah, so yeah, you can right. see them chip on. Yep. And in fact, out of the 10 drives, nine was short and one hit the green. Yeah, right. Or didn't hit the green, hit the fringe and got close. Who who was that? Um, he was a... a well, I don't even know if he was an Australian. Okay. He was in the international team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, could, I didn't do very well with the names either. No. Um, a lot of no names in the international team, really. Right. There was It was like it was a, a grand event. But I just found, in terms of, a, if you want to see golf, yeah. it's not a good event no, for that. No, it's not. So that's why, I mean, you sort of understand now with that why in the 16th hole, there's just a huge line of tents and people who just, have parked up and just drunk beers there all day. Yeah. Didn't even go anywhere and just sat there waiting for them to eventually come up the one you, hole. That you was, imagine though. You might if, as well do that. If you're on the 16th. Yeah. You imagine if all five groups finished five and four or five and three. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> you yeah. wouldn't have seen you any golf. Seen anything at all? I'll tell you a story. A I've probably winter. told you this before as well. I went to the Byron Nelson Classic in Dallas. This is two thousand nineteen ninety four, mm. and there was twelve of us went, uh, all from Dendron Rugby Club there, and uh, it was a rain affected tournament, mm. and so they had reduced it to uh, fifty four holes, I think, mm-hmm. and so we're in the bar we're having drinks and. Uh, Essentially, the tournament had finished, mm-hmm. but it finished in a seven-way tie. And uh, the playoff was play the 18th until somebody wins the tournament. So they would have... Did they play all at once? Yeah. Seven players oh, on one hole. Great. Wow. Well, I was the only one out of our group of 12 to actually see any golf. Because right. unbelievably, they played... The seven players played the one hole on the 18th. Mm. And one guy got a birdie, all the rest bogeyed or whatever, or, or parred. Yeah. He won the tournament. It was Done. only seven players. You'd expect at least a half yeah, and another yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, no, sure. no, nah. one hole. I saw about 20 shots of golf, basically. Actually, I got on TV because somebody hit a wayward drive, yeah. and a woman about three people away from me got smashed on the back of the shoulder right. or on the side of the shoulder, wayward. So everyone's like, there's no way it'll end this hole. It'll go further, and they yeah, went yeah. on running on ahead. Yeah. Uh, you, no, 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 because they were only going to play the 18th. So oh. so if they played the 18th and they halved, those yeah. players that halved would go back and play the 18th again. again. Right. But they only played they only played it once. <laughs> Amazing. The 90, Just look it up. The 1994 Borough Nelson Classic from, I don't know what golf club it was in Dallas. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah it was uh, crazy. Actually, I've got another story from that tournament. Yep. I can never remember his surname. He was always called Jim Kiwi mm. at the club. Mm. And unbelievably got talking to another lad in the bar. Uh, oh, I can't even remember where they were from now as well. I'm buggered this story up. Anyway. Don't worry, it's only live radio. It's only live radio. Yeah, yeah. Well, it turns out that these two people, Jim Kiwi and this guy we met at the bar, mm. lived on the same street yeah. in New Zealand. They grew up together, but... <laughs> Like, Jim lived at number four, and this other guy lived at number 60. They kind of knew the same people up until about number 30, and And then they didn't know. Yeah, You sure it wasn't just me and Adam (laughs) Perori? I'm pretty sure Jim was from Wellington. I've got his address somewhere. But unbelievably, they lived on the... They grew up together, but they didn't know each other. But they lived on the same street, St. George's Terrace or something. That is craziness. Yeah. How about that? Hey, I've got a question for you. Yes. How did you go finding your car afterwards? Well, do you know what I did? What? I actually parked uh, off site. Yeah, Red Bluff, uh, Red Bluff Road. Red Bluff Road. Was there and, a park there? Was there? Uh, yeah, it was residential. Yeah. Uh, and then I walked to the. Uh, walked it was a fair there. trek. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. yeah. That, so, that, so you found it, obviously. Yeah. You parked. In I the knew street. where I was. Me and many, many others couldn't find. Were the just wandering around, going, "Where is the car?" What? Because of the layout of the car park. The layout. And- it's just it's, there's all these weird places, different areas you can go. And yeah, there's yeah. park car park C D B, and they're all close together. And just just made a meal of it. Did really. you pay your? Th- I don't recall that ever happening during three six five days oh, of sport grand tour. Talking to me, well, yeah, Mister Organised. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, I mean, parking. I tried to buy a parking ticket when I when I got the freebie ticket. Uh, I logged online to get a parking ticket. Thirty two dollars. Yeah, it was twenty five. I paid twenty. Oh, okay, but it was twenty five dollars for the parking ticket. Yeah. But then you had to pay six dollars ninety delivery fee. Oh right, <laughs> I was just on my phone. Oh, I know. Oh, voucher. That was disgraceful. Although he almost said it didn't count because I didn't have the right something. I don't know. Oh. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. No. Hey, uh, here's a great rule that they also had there. Yes. No backpacks. Oh, for a day at the golf they, when they, you're walking around. They banned backpacks. If you had like a side bag, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, but, but backpacks. backpacks specifically banned. 
Really? The only thing I can think is they're worried about people having big fat backpacks that annoy other spectators. Mm. Well, it couldn't be security. They said they tightened up their security. So mm. anyway, I brought one, a very small one yeah. for mum anyway, to put her stuff in. And sure enough, and I even rolled it up so it was the size of a pencil case. Yeah, yeah. Because it only had bugger all in it. And she's still some security guy coming and goes, oh, no, that's a backpack. Can't have that. <sighs> yeah. And then I look over to check it in the cloakroom. There's a 50-meter queue. Yeah, yeah. So I threw it in the bin. Oh, and then got it out later <laughs> when you left. No, I just let it go. Wow. Landfill. I think... She's destroying the environment. Exactly. I mean, I'm here to embrace the progressiveness. Yeah, yeah. And she's stood right in the way. So what, what is the issue with backpacks? I don't know what it is. Because they're going to check your bag anyway. It was to do with security, though. It wasn't to do... Maybe there was some sort of threat that we didn't know about. Mm. So they just, they just knocked it on the head. Ban it. Victoria. Um, Are we in Victoria? <laughs> Ban it. Yeah, the nanny state. Yeah. Um, I was on that hole the 11th yeah. when Patrick Reed is it? Yeah, possibly. The, so they, as he was walking to the green, they were all calling out, mm. shovel, shovel. And then he hold his putt and then he started fake digging with <laughs> okay. his club. That was on that hole. It was quite funny <laughs> at the time. And then the next day, his caddy punched a fan. Oh, that was that one. Yeah, that was him. Okay. So that... he, the caddy got sent home. Did he? Yeah, banned as well. He's been banned for a couple of tournaments. Yeah, oh, that's not very... That's a bit of a shame, because I didn't really like what the guy said to him. Oh, I don't know what the he said. The fan said... What did he say? You're an effing C, mate. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's you general par for the course for the Australian crowds. Oh, there was so... How many did you see walking around double fisting with the two cans? Oh, lots of people. Just people... It amazes me some people, the mentality is just like, let's go to the golf, wander around the course and get blazed. Absolutely hammered. It. Yeah. At, at 10.30 in the morning. <laughs> True. On the on Royal Melbourne. Like, yeah, yeah. Gentlemen's um, game my ass. Where I was standing, I was in the uh, captain's club. Mm. It wasn't really hospitality. It was t- I was told it was hospitality, but it wasn't. You just had your yeah. own private bars. There was four blokes in front of me, and I stood with them for a you know a couple of hours while the five groups came through. Yeah, they were buying four rounds of Heineken at a time, yeah. and I think it was twelve, they bucks, were 12 a can? bucks a can. Yeah, right. So, so that's 50 four, bucks, fifty bucks a round. They would have had seven rounds. <laughs> By the time. And I thought, that's 350 bucks. Not only that, if they paid for their tickets, which I'm sure they did, I think it was 275 bucks. They probably got early birds, but yeah. so 250 say. Yeah. So there's a thousand bucks there, mm. and there's 350 bucks on beer. And I left before they did, so they probably bought more. Yeah. That's, a, yeah. that's an expensive it's not, it's day. It's not a spot for the financially uh, desperate or even careful. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I was, that was, I was very much, I, w- I didn't do any of that. No. I think I had one beer. I had less than that, Rob. Yeah, I know you would have. <laughs> I had one hamburger and one beer. I had some, and that d- cost me thirty bucks. I had some donuts. <laughs> donuts were uh, five fifty for three, and that was it. And I had a lot of water because it was on the bar for free. Sun cream took me a while to find that. Yeah. Oh, I was smashed. actually I got burnt as well. Oh, yeah. And I didn't even notice. Bit of, bit of Welsh pig. Yeah, pink. I got the old uh, cricketers V happening That's in the. Uh, How did, did you maintain your position as the greatest batsman in Victoria uh, on the weekend? Yeah. Yeah, I got. Uh, 49 off 20 balls? Smashing. It's a bit slow for you, isn't it? Well, I'm going to tell you another story. Story time with Beefy tonight. Uh, I got called in late. Line up, people. Pay attention. I got called in late to this finals day because our team didn't qualify. So a team were looking for players. I said, yep, I haven't got a game. Come and play. Oh, didn't it cause furore in the Last Man Stands community? You can't have Beefy. He's won the batting award in Division 1 this year. Mm. He can't play. Well, if he does play, okay, he's got a bat number 8, which Mm. is last. He's only 8 aside. And he can only bowl two overs. So I thought, oh, I'm filling in. Don't want to get in the way. (laughs) <laughs> well, in the we got to the final, and then we needed seventy of five overs. Seventy of five, so that's twelve, almost a thirteen. Yeah, not thirteen quite. and over. It was yeah. twelve and a half, 
and yeah. Uh, yeah, we lost by one run. It was 14, actually. Yeah, lost by a run. I got, oh. a, I, got us, I got us that close. But we needed three off the last ball to win, two to tie. Yep. And the guy yorked me, and I kind of squeezed it out, and uh, the guy got run out of the bowler's end. Oh. So uh, I got I got so 49 off 20 How balls. How did they go mental? Yeah, they did. They deserved it. Yeah, I had yeah. seven sixes in there, so okay. nearly everyone was a cow to leg well, side. Well, but that means you had 14... Uh, other so say if you got yeah. forward so seven singles as well oh, as the there was, seven uh, there was a couple one boundary a couple of one twos four. Uh, no fours uh, I don't think there was a four might have been one but okay. uh, yeah oh smashed it's it. still cow, cow corner tonk it was quite a lot square yeah yeah you said you hit a lot square yeah well they kept bowling short okay. so I just kept smashing it. yeah 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 and the, the bowlers got can you just hit one on the offside I said well don't bowl short and I'll hit one on the offside <laughs> but they kept bowling my legs so. <laughs> But uh, it would have been hmm. very interesting if I'd have pulled off the win for us. I might have actually been impressed. But never mind. But not re- generally it was not probably that a impressed. fair result in the end. Okay. Probably the, the most right result. So it was a bit closer than the test match. The a little bit closer. Have you recovered from the test match? Because you were, you oh, were I so keen. angry. I was so angry. But th- that was probably the, that's the test I was most concerned about. But, I mean... Obviously, uh, fierce bowling attack, and, and uh, gosh, who knows what could happen if Josh Hazel was, was playing as well. Mm. But I've got to say, it was a very good toss to win. Yes. Don't I disagree mean, with that. I mean, it was clearly, clearly the best day to bat on that first day. Yeah. And then it started, to, it started to deteriorate throughout the second day, and that's why they were scoring at two and a half and over or something. And, of course, we come on, there's a shadow across. Just, uh, I mean, look, you can't make excuses when you get beaten by an innings and however many runs. No, you but, didn't lose by innings. Oh, no, that's right. They didn't force the follow-on. We lost by 300 runs, though. Yes, that's a pretty big, um, big loss. I was sitting at dinner with Tess's uh, godmother's place, and the test match was on on the fourth night, and I'm just trying to sneakily get glances of the score. And yeah. I kept sort of swearing under my breath and testing something. He's, what's, what's wrong? I'm going, oh, we're just getting caned in the cricket. Very annoying, which is disappointing. I don't know what they're going to do about Jeet Raval. They said they're just going to no matter what stick with him. I think before the series, and if he fails the whole series, he'll be out. <laughs> and I think he's going to, by the looks. They did show some fight at various stages, but obviously, I mean, Australia with their three main bowlers seemed to push through fine. Whereas once we lost Lockie Ferguson, we yeah. didn't really seem to have much because Southie's just not quite. Although he got still at eight wickets or something. Yeah, and obviously Neil Wagner is the greatest <laughs> bowler in the world. Second <laughs> best bowler in the world. He, there was some good sledging going oh, on I too. Was, I, I did actually watch that. 40 minutes with him against Wade at the end of the yeah. second day, third day, whenever it was, yeah. where he just banged it in short every yeah. ball, and Wade yeah. just came back at him and <laughs> just took, he took a few on the body, didn't he? Yeah, oh, yeah. Wade, he? <laughs> yeah, keep it coming, big fella. <laughs> Let's see if you're still doing it when we're in Sydney. Yeah. So I enjoyed that. But I haven't got to, mate, this moving house stuff. Pain in the ass. Yeah. I've just become, uh, had to become a handyman. This is not what I do. I don't fix things. I was sanding back table, graffiti tables that we bought that need to be sanded back and, graffiti and tables. Re- re-varnished and, wow. and resurfaced and all sorts going on there. I had to fix the washing machine. And then I was wondering why it was so loud. So someone had put a rock in it underneath, in the inside of it. Not uh, actually in the where you put the clothes in, but in the machine. There's a rock. In the washing machine. I don't know if it was once part 
of the infrastructure and it fell off like it was oh, part they, of cement thing. I was going to say do the do old, that, don't they? yeah, they used to. Yeah, put the, I knew uh, it. The cylinders in cement. You're right. Yeah, no one's told me that, but I was sure that's what it was. So that's, yeah. that is broken off at some point. I reckon. So hopefully not the rest of it's going to keep coming too. But mm, um, we'll, wait, we'll wait and see. Hey, talking about the test match, by the way, before you talk about moving, any more about my washing machine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you no, stew on that that's story. A, no, that's my wish. Uh, did you see that. the uh, the the recall? I think friend of the show, Gavin Ingham, pointed yeah. this out. Right. There was a massive sign mm. come up on the uh, big screen in Perth about a food recall. If you have purchased any sandwiches, wraps, or salads at the stadium today, please present back to the outlet of purchase immediately. Bit of a chicken contamination scare. Ooh. Yeah. That's um, a worry. But uh, there was a few great lines on uh, on Twitter, like Peter Layla comes back and said, queues for the toilet at Perth Stadium are forming as we speak. Right. And it says the Kiwis are hoping that the issue regarding catering at Perth Stadium has reached them. They desperately need the runs. Aye, gags. Yeah. Uh, vegans began rejoicing in the stands as soon as it was confirmed chicken was the threatening food. Mm-hmm. Uh, says less than 20 of the potentially com- contaminated products have been sold throughout the day, and there was no reports of illness. Uh, lots of gags, lots of runs gags. And it says uh, barely runs gags. <laughs> a few more tweets. Barely anyone at the Perth Stadium for Australia versus New Zealand, or is everyone hugging the toilet bowls after Sandwich Gate? <laughs> <laughs> Why everything's become a gate now? Yeah, it is. Obviously, there was no reports of illness. So fall out from that. Unfounded. Mar- Maria Falau's retired, beefy. Yes, and um, more New Zealand news. Peter Snell died as well. Yes, that was a, that's a pretty massive one. Dad was actually just talking to me about that yesterday. I didn't realize quite how much of a champion he oh. was. He was actually a bit annoyed that it wasn't covered uh, with, with as, you know, it didn't show enough weight in the media here. <laughs> what a surprise! That they didn't really. I, I, <laughs> I mean, they met, I, they mentioned it on the cricket broadcast. I saw. Oh well, that's no doubt because yeah. Ian Smith is a big man of New Zealand sport. He's yeah. uh, very well educated in terms of that. But he, I think his dad said he won the 800 meters in the 1960 Olympics, and then the 800 and the 1564. That's very true. Triple yeah. gold and, medalist and, and smashed. Apparently, smashed them in 64. Okay, he was but, living in Dallas when he died. I see. I read that. Okay. So I don't know what he was doing in Dallas. Nice place. Party time in Texas time. <laughs> I know what happens in te- that's what happens in Texas. Well, if it was in Austin, I'd be a bit more suspicious. He was the only male since 1920 to double up, win gold in the 8 and 15 at the same Olympics. Well, that's I mean, a, it's been done is, since, obviously. Who's done it since? Uh, Seb Coe, I think, in 1980. Really? Good. Possibly. John, John, I need to look... John Walker won in 84 from New Zealand. Yeah, I'd have to look that you up. Do you right. know who John Walker is? I do know John Walker. Him yeah. and um, there was an American at the same time. He used to do the four-minute mile duels all the time. Scott, somebody Scott. Okay. He always used to be John Walker and this Scott guy. I hope we have a really good run again. Well, we had. Well, you have. You've got the Nick, twins. We had Nick Scott that was pretty good. Yeah, you've got the twins that have taken themselves to Kenya to live with the tribes, or the running tribes. <laughs> Have you, have you seen that? I don't know about this. Ah, oh, there's uh, New Zealand twins that basically when they were 18, 19, mm. they decided if we're going to do anything in middle distance running, we need to run, we need to run with the Kenyans. Yeah. So they went and moved to a, a Kenyan village. Okay. And they go out running through the bush tracks and everything with the Kenyans you know, every day. They know those villages get attacked by lions. That's why they're bloody That's quick, why Rob. They run. That's why they're quick. Uh, Zane Robertson and uh, his twin brother Jake. At the age of seventeen, they moved to Kenya to further their running career. See, there you go. There is an ESPN. And are, are they doing all right? I think they are doing all right. This is this yeah. is this is the sort of story that sounds like the start of a joke. It does, doesn't it? Or the punchline. There was line, two anyway. Kiwis yeah. in a Kenyan village. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, it is genuinely true. 
So but, first yeah. step of the coaching manual, move to Kenya. Move to Kenya. That's exactly right. When am I ever, I'm never going to go to Kenya. Aren't you? No. Why would I go to Kenya? I don't know. See the natives? S- see the natives? Yeah. So why don't you just say see the people? Well, you can see the people. And then go to the village. Go to the village. They're pretty good at sevens, rugby sevens. Well, they beat Australia on the weekend, didn't they? Yeah. Kenya. Kiwis won, actually, for once. Actually, they doubled up. Do we win, win the whole tournament? Cape Town, yeah. Men's yeah. and women's. And they then, l- oh, I switched on the other day and they were at Dubai. Yeah, the week before. They lost in to, say, the Blitzbox. Staffers in the last yeah, yeah, in the so final. get through this. Yeah. Hi, I'm Rob Cross, and this is 365 Days of Sport. God. Oh. It's that sort of trumpeted, muzzled trumpet sound, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's... Pretty similar to uh, <laughs> EastEnders, I would have thought. I can't remember, mate. I Days agree. of Our Lives had the great, is the very dramatic sounding one with the like through sands the sands of the time, sands through the hourglass. That's right. Yeah, but then but, I can't remember. Or used to be on after play school when I was really? a kid in New Zealand. Yeah, oh, so, I keep the kids interested. So we had. Um, <laughs> well, I think it was about that was. I'll get back from kindergarten. Play yeah. school would be on. I watched that, and then Days, Days of Our Lives. Days of Our Lives. That was a cue to go outside and play. Ah, of course, kick yeah. game. Yeah. Kick me out. Well, I'm a kid. I want to go outside and run around, go mental. That's, all, that's what kids do. Yeah. Well, that's what they used to do. But I'll. Um, now they're on the esports, aren't they, Beefy? You love those esports, don't you? I put this thing on Twitter the other day. It's caused, uh, caused havoc. I said, right, if you're an esports player and you happen to die in the game, that's yep. it. That's the end of your career. <laughs> right? Because that's what it is. If you're a footballer and you die on the field, you're not going to play again, are you? So, eSports, this makes it more interesting. If you die while you're playing, that's it. Sorry, mate. That's the end of your eSports career. That's the stupidest thing you've ever said. That's that's utterly ridiculous. Why is it? Because one's a fictional, computer-generated piece of... Uh, I don't know, crap. Yes, <laughs> and against a real life person. Well, it's not the same. And by that, by that logic, you're meaning that Gavin Ingham's stupid basketball <laughs> player she crapped on about for about eight shows <laughs> yeah. is actually wor- as worthy as a real human being. This is what I'm saying, Rob. This is what I'm saying. But, but this saying will stop that... people making millions from esports, which isn't a sport. Yeah, but this is the thing: your your whole thinking is is out of uh, just pure. You want to want revenge. You want vengeance. <laughs> yeah. And it's, you're, a, you're a tyrant who, who wants his own way and wants to squash esports because he personally has a vendetta against it. Not because, you know, you're trying to come up with reasons as to why you can quash it, but it's its own thing. It exists. It is his it own is. thing, but people need to get outside, Rob, like you've just mentioned. They need vitamin D. I think they are getting outside. Well, they mostly. Shouldn't, mo- well, I don't know if they are, really. But aren't you just okay for the nerds to be nerds? No, not really. You know, I don't know because they. You'd rather shun them. Some bloke. Shame them. Name and shame them. Some guy picked up $20 million for winning a bloody League of Legends or Temple of Doom or Mm. whatever it is tournament. I'll I'll tell you one thing I think that maybe is a better idea to impose to try and kickstart some sort of more healthy lifestyle regime for esport goers and competitors. They have a muscle to fat ratio test. Right. If they're too fat then they're not allowed to compete. But the problem is, a lot of them aren't fat. A lot of them are too skinny, skinny and pale. Yeah. Well, that's well, but that's the, their own choice then. Yeah, and they live yeah. on uh, energy drinks as well because they're not <laughs> getting bloody All enough. those esporters <laughs> living on the... <laughs> on skinny, pale esporters living red, on energy drinks. Red Bull and Monster. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with them? Yeah, they should be going to bars and getting smashed. Yeah, they should be yeah. on straight vodka yeah. and uh, smoking. 
Yeah, smoking, smoking, <laughs> drinking beers. Next, they'll right. bring, be bringing tobacco sponsorship yeah. into esports, Rob. That's what they're next. There in Darwin wrestling crocodiles. Oh, well, it the... should be. Hey, I played that Yarra Bend golf course on Monday. Oh, did Dad. you? Uh, have you played it before? Yes. That 13th, 14th, 15th hole oh, right I down. Like... It's been a while. Those bats. Oh, really? Thousands oh, because and thousands of the river. And yeah, 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 yeah. Of bats, oh, did you get there, there about what time? About three, four o'clock, something like that. Uh, no, it was about. One. Oh, okay. no, not even that. About midday. Right. Yeah, we teed off early, nine thirty. Right. Yeah. Lots of bats. Because if you're that driving, thousands of them. Beefy. If thousands. you drive down the old Eastern uh, Ring Road, Eastern Freeway there, mm. and if you're, because normally when I'm coming down there, it is about tw- it's twilight. Mm. Millions, millions of bats head over that way. They fly to the zoo. Yes. Apparently, every night. There's right. not. It's not millions. It's thousands. No, it's millions. It's not. There's, I was there. I saw them. It's about thousands. I, well, that's one tree. But if you look in the sky around no, it was Melbourne, like hundreds and hundreds of trees, all, all full of bats. But it still wasn't millions. <laughs> I reckon it is millions. No, I've got a visual on what millions is. Have you? And it's not that right. And then Dad hit the ball in there on a, oh. on a par three. He shanked it into the tree. And did he, the bats fly just off? Right on the verge of the boundary line. Did he knock and any it was out like, the tree? It looked like classic snake. Materials. Oh uh, well. yeah. Oh, that's the other crazy oh, thing. Jesus, you know, I was looking looking after those chickens. Oh yeah. And that and the chicken coo. Yeah. I used to go in the chicken coo and throw the chickens yeah. in because they have a timed trapdoor at, oh. at eight p.m. They got to be inside by this. Yeah. Time. Otherwise, the foxes get them. Well, that's right. And we, and we finished up, and the next day the owner got back. Yeah. She looked in the chicken coo. Two meter tiger snake. Oh. Do, they, do tiger snakes like chicken? Uh, I, well, they like rats. And there's loads True. of rats floating around too. Ah, uh, yeah. Eating all the you know uh, chicken why, feed. You know what that is? They're eating the chicken feed. Well, you know why there's lots of rats as well? Because what? they're digging all these tunnels under Melbourne, so all the rats have come out at the sewers. Where this, and where this, where'd you get this one from? That's It's a true story. So the what, rats have what, been what, moved name, from their your, habitat. Name your source. Ah, oh, the news... Core. Right, that sounded uh, good, didn't does, it? Does, does, sounds <laughs> very, Fairfax, very, Fairfax, Rob. Sounds really Bloody reputable. Rupert Murdoch spreading rat propaganda. So there's rat problems in Melbourne. They're, yes. they're boring through because tunnel systems underneath yeah, yeah. Melbourne, and, and they're breaking it's, out it's and shaking, raising It's anarchy. shaking the rats, the rats, the rats out of their habitat, and they've moved into kind of suburban more situations. This sounds a bit like me talking about the Chinese kids' heads that are shaped <laughs> like squashes, <laughs> or no turnips. This is this is it was turnips. This is a Genuine story. Well, mine was genuine. Yeah, Chinese kids do have flat heads because they're, they're not <laughs> they all of rolled. them. It's the poor ones, uh, so they've got yeah. nowhere to sleep. So when they're babies and they got the soft skulls, yeah, they put them on the ground and they get a flat head. Simple as that. Simple as that. But I've not heard one word of this so-called rat problem. This sounds like a, a fictional story that I wrote with... Do your like, research. Write the paragraph and pass it on in my screenwriting class back at RMIT several years ago, where we made up a story about John Batman, who was in fact running some sort of underground secret tram system. The tram, the circle tram, yeah. was going underground right. and taking people in there and, the, and using them as slaves. John Batman is still alive. Right. And he was determined that Melbourne would be called Batmania. It was called Batman. Well, he's determined that no, it should stay and become it. And he's trying to, he's taking all these tourists from the City Circle tram and trying to turn them into his army of slaves, of which he was going to run riot and take over the city and and bring Melbourne back to being Batmania. This sounds like a, um, what they called? The Minions film. Lemmings, what? No, the Minions, the yellow things. The Lego story. No, the other ones. Was it Despicable Me? Frozen. No, Despicable Me. 
I haven't seen that. Oh, hey, Star Wars out tomorrow. Is it? Mate. Jesus Christ. We're switching around quite quickly here. Yeah. No, Star Blake Wars. Work, he's going to the midnight premiere. The midnight premiere. Midnight hey. premiere of the new Star Wars. Is it? It's, it's not allowed to start till one minute past midnight or something for Australia. Yeah, that's right. Mm. So that's when the first screening is. Is that? Oh, no. New Zealand would be the first, wouldn't it? Really? I would New have Zealand, thought. Yeah, New Zealand's the first. Always Because I don't think... Because it's normally Samoa. First place to see the sun. No, Samoa is is the first, isn't it? Normally. For New Year's Eve, if you're doing a trip nah. New Year's Eve, it's normally Samoa, isn't it? I thought Samoa was the first place that sees... Oh, you have to check... Oh, I don't think so. You have to check that oh, one out. Okay, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. I know. I think Fiji's on the same time, but Samoa is further east-west of Fiji. West or east? West. Oh, I thought it'd be and, more east And further north, too. Okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know it was further north. I certainly didn't know. That. I thought it was further mm. south. My Polynesian geography. I might be wrong, great. but they're, they're pretty close anyway. It's only a short flight from Samoa to Fiji. So um, you're going to check out the rest. So anyway, what happened to this tiger snake? She, the owner said she just sort of watched it slither off into the old people's home next oh, door. Did it have a rat? Did it? Well, did the chicken survive? The chicken survived. They're intact. Oh, yeah. So they're all right. Still laying eggs like champs. It's a great thing that being able to get eggs, fresh eggs, fresh eggs from the chicken. They're just a whole other level of egg. But the chicken's kind of scared of the snake? I would I would imagine certainly, but mm. um, there was no attack that okay. took place. Tiger snakes don't really attack humans either unless you step on them. Yeah. Because they're quite deadly. Very mm. much so. They're in, the, they're in the top heap. Tiger snakes, brown snakes. Occasionally there's snakes at um, Yarra Bend. Because of the well, there would be. There. Just because of the habitat. But... Um, I've still yet to see one in the wild. It's like when I went swimming in that... Did I tell you when I went swimming in Darwin? Darwin, yeah. And three days later, they pulled a five-metre croc out of the water holders. Yeah, no worries. All these... This craziness. <laughs> it is. Definitely is. What's going on? I've got too much faith in these uh, <laughs> these uh, park I, rangers. I'm pretty there, sure that uh, they, they, you know, they monitor the swimming holes. Yeah, they sure. would have looked first thing in the morning. Yeah. Pretty sure, yeah. Um, talking about active activists, yeah. Yep. Vegan news, just in case. Have you finished Good. that sting yet? The no, vegan news sting. I'm not sting? set up. I'm just finished. I'm still sanding a table. Jeez. Once that's done, I've almost got my office set up now. Almost. And then I just got to buy some decent speakers. How many times have I heard almost? Well, I've almost done the vegan sting. I've almost because done I had a moved house moved. yet, beefy. <laughs> now it's almost the, the home home stretch. I'm on the home stretch. News. I've vegan. had enough. I really just want to sit on, <laughs> take it easy. Early Christmas, right? I really just want to sit on the couch and uh, drink beers. Vegan news. I keep having to come home and do stuff. It's annoying. Vegan news. Washing machine. For today. Uh, this is in today's paper. Vegan rising, stripped of charity status after Melbourne CBD shutdown. The, the <laughs> vegan activist yes. group that shut down Swanson Street and caused traffic chaos across the city during a protest earlier this year, has had its charity status revoked. Uh, <laughs> Vegan Rising was stripped of its special tax status under a ruling by the Australian Charities and Not-for-Profits Commission that the group's vegan goals would have detrimental effects on sections of the public and that it had not kept up with record-keeping obligations. An investigation by the Charities Commission was launched shortly after the vegan rising protesters blocked the intersection of Flinders and Swanson Streets on April 8. 36 people were charged and later admitted in court to causing an obstruction during the Melbourne protest, but avoided convictions as part of a court order handed down in September. For what right did they possibly have to be a charity in the first place? It's just the choice <laughs> yeah. of what you want to eat. Depends what they what, were what, what raising money for and getting donations for. It's for animal cruelty or yeah, something. Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. But, but don't call yourself vegan something. 
something. Vegan rising. Just say your animal welfare. Okay, if, if I heard vegan something, I probably wouldn't contribute. Same as you, Rob. Same yeah, as you. They yeah. were asked to explain how the April 8th protest action furthered the aims of their group and how promoting and encouraging radical views furthers vegan rising's charitable purpose and is not encouragement to participate in unlawful activity. Just go and eat what you want. I, I don't care. I'll eat what I want to eat. You eat what you want to eat. Yeah. And we can all get along just fine. Should be able to. We should be able to just go about your business. Why do you think it's okay for you to force your beliefs on other people? Yeah. That if they don't want to do it, they're not going to do it. Just get on with your own life. Exactly if it becomes right. a significant problem, and but where that means you're condoning people eating dogs and things like that, though. Ah, uh, well, not necessarily. No, that's mm, that's oversimplifying. Yeah, but you're saying if you want to eat dog, go and eat dog. Well, I see what you're saying there. Yeah, but um, I wouldn't say that. I, I know. I, I don't believe that exactly. I know what you're saying, but I know you're trying to be simplific. Sim- Simple, have a I'm simple just view trying of this. To have a bit of freedom. But there are some views around the world, like ivory hunting and things like that. No, you're not free to go and ivory hunt or no. trophy hunt, in fact. Certainly not, and that's not. And what, you can't and, go and what, eat dogs. At what point, I would never advocate for anything. No, of that. exactly. Uh, know, but, the, but their point is what's the difference between a cow and a dog? And I say, well, cow's not up to much. It's a lot more salty, a dog. And, uh, and uh, oh gosh. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, a cow it can sustain people yeah. for a long time. Take yourself to India. Yeah. By the way, no you know how you've been talking about the uh, omissions of cattle as a major factor of global warming and climate Only, change? Yeah. In fact, 50% is the number that's been thrown out there really? at times. That is categorically false. Is it? It's 90%. It's been, in fact, the scientist that put that out there has had to retract it. Oh, really? And say it's actually only around about somewhere between 8 to 10%. Wow. Which is still significant. Definitely. But it's not 50%. And that's nope. why this... Apparently, so James Cameron's released this documentary? You were saying, yeah. Did I say why, everyone, why everyone should be vegan? Basically, yeah. A lot of uh, moderate uh, scientific types who are into uh, the science of the body and, mm. uh, and and go right back to this evolutionary biology and how we've progressed embrace progressiveness and um, and uh, unless you're a vegan activist <laughs> and they've gone through some of the major points of this James Cameron film yeah and debunked it, it's, it? Actu- it's actually well it's not so much debunking it it's just it's just saying it's totally misleading oh. and, and cherry picked evidence okay it's um, not good and, and these are not anti-vegan types at all in fact most of them say they have a plant-based diet yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just, just it's just wrong i haven't um, seen it though so i don't know but we've been on the plant-based meat for a while plant-based meat yeah this kind of fake meat made uh, from yeah. plants you've been trying it out yeah it's it's actually not bad i've heard it's pretty good so burritos lasagna we've done yeah, yep. spag bar we haven't done uh much well, those else. you can just uh, i quite like vegetarian lasagna anyway yeah but uh the plant-based mints spanakopita mm. <laughs> Not quite in that same mix, I don't think. Um, but yeah, plant-based mints is uh, it's mushroom palatable. burger. You can season it, and I'm going to be honest. If nobody tells you it's going to be in there, and you're yeah. eating lasagna, spag bol, or uh, burritos, yeah. Yeah. I don't think you need to tell the difference. No. With the seasoning and and spices and stuff like that, it's good. I had this great pita pocket from oh, uh, pocket. Ta- Tahini, and twelve bucks, and this thing is a punisher. Whoa. They've got rave reviews all over uh, the internet, right. and I can see why, because it was one of the best things I've eaten in recent time. Really? For 12 bucks. Loving it. Get on to Tahini, someone. What a plug. Massive plug. Massive plug. Actually, uh, I, I'm going to do a plug. Have you been to, on High Street there, Northcote, Base Camp, 
It's the best curry house in Australia. Apologies to the community radio standards, but uh, <laughs> it is it is the best curry house you in Australia. You have mentioned that place before. Oh, we went there Friday night. Yeah. Uh, the one, the one side see. effect of having a nose job recently, yeah. I'm tasting a little bit more spice in that in the curry. Look out. Yeah. The awakening. Just slightly more, but I can now, because I said to uh, Claire, I said, uh, this is, has it always been this spicy? I think yeah. they spiced it up. And she goes, okay. no, it's always tasted like that. Yeah. Oh, I thought, oh, interesting. How about that? It's, it's awakening. Imagine yeah. a full nasally operative beefy. Yeah, could be interesting. Game changer. See, now you'll be on the red wine because it just, it brightens uh, no, up. No, I'm not allowed alcohol, Rob. Oh, you know I, forgot this. I always forgot about that. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Always comes out alcohol with you, oh, doesn't it? Oh, well, like red wine's one of the great things on the planet. Yeah, it clearly isn't. Uh, airport builds Christmas tree out of confiscated items. Very creative. This is for us. Uh, Very because creative indeed. If you remember at the height of 360. It'd be a map of the world. Could be. And cultural pursuits. Yeah. Yeah. Would be. And uh, illegal pursuits. At the height of 365 Days of Sport, we were pretty big in Lithuania. Yeah. At one stage. It they was, were, were on the verge of taking over Lithuania. Yeah, Vilnius. They yeah. couldn't get enough beefy and rob. Uh, they actually used to show our stuff on the news, weirdly enough. Oh, that's right. <laughs> they did. I forgot about yeah. that. <laughs> I wasn't making the fact up that we were pretty big in Lithuania for a while. Um, but Vilnius Airport... Uh, 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 that was great, actually. When yeah. all of a sudden you find out that um, in Brazil there's been some Reports, well, yeah. like, how the hell has this happened? People get hold of this stuff. Yeah. yeah. They, well, they got I no content. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But now we, I mean, South America, Peru, Brazil, yeah. uh, Chile, Started I think, covered, covered us. Dubai. Oh, front Let's page of the paper. Front page. That popped up. I, I did repost that on our thing yeah. the other day because it came up on our uh, on the your memories from yeah. five years that ago. Got a, when I threw that up on Facebook before I went to bed, I think, just not thinking much of it, Yeah. woke up in the morning, God, the response. Oh, really? Off the Richter. <laughs> I think probably still the most reaction I've had to anything ever posted in my entire life. Really? Yeah. The fact we were on the front page of the Dubai Times, yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like almost every single friend like was all over it. It just spread like wildfire. Yeah, it was magical. It was a great day. And then people around the UAE just... <laughs> Sending us, oh, I saw you in the paper the other day. I was like, yeah. wow. And then the full double page spread in Sport 360, also a Dubai paper. That was at uh, that point, we're thinking, oh, we might actually pull this off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that didn't last too lo- too much longer. Actually, talking about because um, obviously after we went to Dubai, we went to the uh, the women's handball world championships. Of course, we did. Well, actually, went to the women's floorball world championships, yep, didn't we? We did. Now that's just been run and won this weekend. Weirdly enough, the floorball world championships. I think it was in uh, Denmark this time around. Mm. But in a semi-final, unbelievable, Switzerland were playing the Czech Republic. And they were uh, 6-2 down with 2 minutes 30 to go in the game. What? Scored four goals in 76 seconds. Four goals in floorball. That's crazier than what we saw. That's Oh, the the own goal by the Turkish yeah, yeah. Uh, goalkeeper. Yeah, incredible. No, it was a Swedish goalkeeper, wasn't it? No, it was, it was a Turkish. Finland, Finland playing someone. Finland were playing Turkey in the semi-final, I think. And not, not Turkey. Wasn't it? Czech Republic? Switzerland? Czech Republic. Was it Czech Republic? Yeah, there yeah. There you go. Uh, the girl missed, didn't she? And it went wide, and as it yeah. bounced back into play, the Turk... Yeah. The, I keep saying Turk. It wasn't Turk. The no. goalkeeper tried to smother the ball and ended up throwing it in her own net. Yeah. Which is quite amazing. If she's done nothing... 
would have missed. Did he go to extra time or penalties after that or something like that? Nah, that was it. That was, was it. There the was because last... there was only five seconds That's left right. in the there game. Was five seconds left in the game. Yeah, couldn't keep it out for five seconds. Anyway, Switzerland. Uh, Switzerland scored four goals in in seventy six seconds to get a six all draw and then one in overtime with sudden death goal. So and then they've gone on to the final. Sweden beat Switzerland yet again in the final. I think Sweden have won the World Championships now seven right. times in a row. That's one of the great. Shameful comebacks for the for the other team. Oh, six two down with Four three goals. minutes to go. Yeah, they clearly switched off. <laughs> I think they, so. They thought it was one. They needed to go on the attack. Yeah, well, they probably couldn't get the ball. For anyone that doesn't know, floorball is this indoor hockey, field hockey version. They play with like an air ball and plastic sticks, but it's kind of got the rules of ice hockey as well. So it's quite free flowing, quite quick. We played it here in Melbourne. Didn't we, we did. Yeah. That was one of the first uh, first shows we did. Unbelievable. Mm. The handball was run and won. The Netherlands ended up winning the World Handball Championships for the women. Was that a first? Oh, I didn't Not check sure. that. Didn't check that. But they beat Spain. 30 to 29 as a thriller wow, one goal thriller in the world final that's tremendous Australia didn't do too well no, they lost every game I lost think. every game heavily but it was a great experience apparently I read yeah good. great experience I saw it was actually a TV interview I saw on the weekend yeah I saw it pop somewhere mm. anyway this uh, Vilnius airport in Lithuania took an unusual approach to holiday decorating when it assembled a Christmas tree out of confiscated items the tree was assembled from prohibited items that were seized by security officers during the screening process photos of the educational masterpiece tree show hundreds of pairs of scissors as well as knives box cutters lighters and other goods deemed too dangerous to be allowed on planes mm. so if you don't want your personal yet prohibited belongings to land on our next year's christmas tree better check out the baggage requirements before you pack for your next flight so there's photos of this tree is quite phenomenal mm. so it's made up of all sorts of weird stuff at some point that's where obviously the confiscating officers yep. have taken great responsibility in terms of not just going oh look we just got this confiscated this guy's cocaine yeah oh put on the tree should have a quiet night in <laughs> oh look oh look we just got um their seven pieces of trout <laughs> seven pieces of trout yeah or oh, they probably would have I can't imagine they would have held on to that though well, we they, they, they would have to freeze it you want to hear this Shaq friend of the show Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, he's back, back on top. He's uh, recently shared evidence that uh, Stevie Wonder may not be fully blind. Really? Uh, Thursday night's Inside the NBA. Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal <laughs> gave fuel to the Stevie <laughs> isn't blind truthers with an admittedly pretty outstanding story about the legendary singer seeing him come out of an elevator. Do you want me to play the clip? Yeah. Let's do that. Oh, my God. I'll tell God. you, Stevie, one story, but you're like, unbelievable. Come on, man. No, I, I wouldn't. I, I know. I know the story. He's got to tell it. I wouldn't He's got to tell it, Ernie. He's got to know the story. He told me he's got to tell a story. All right, go he's for gotta it. He's got to tell a story. So- it's a true story. <laughs> it's, it's a true it's story. A, so, according to Shaq, we live in a building on Wilshire. So, you park your car and the valet's down there. So, I'm already in the building. I'm coming through the lobby. <laughs> Door opens. This TV wonder. He comes in, says, What's up, Shaq? <laughs> Presses the button. Hold on, true story. Presses the button, gets up on the floor, bounce up, goes to his room. I went and called every person I knew and told the story. They believe me. <laughs> no, bro, he got on the other thing. He's like, What's up, Shaq? How you doing, big dog? Yes, he did. Yep. Oh. Your boy, yep. <laughs> he wouldn't be able to smell him. <laughs> you have heightened senses if you're blind. Yeah. yeah. I've just, uh, just or been watching... Or as a joke, someone knew yeah. he was coming and yeah. just, he got him. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going, Shaq? Big dog. Yeah. Um, I'm t- watching that well, documentary. Well, next he's going to try and say that Michael J. Fox doesn't have Parkinson's. Or uh, Muhammad Ali didn't have it either. Or the world is flat. Line them all up. I saw that documentary the other day about the clicker. You know, the guy that uh, walks around, he's blind, uh, and he... He does echolocation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's right. teaching kids 
how to echolocate, and it's brilliant. So what a guy. Uh, he's learned how to... I mean, it's crazy. That, That's phenomenal. That, yeah. When did we talk about that? I don't think we did. We might not. We, did we? Yeah, we just talked about it on the show. Okay. He's like a dolphin. Yeah. But like I, a I think I quizzed you, quizzed you thoroughly on it. Yeah. But he's, uh, and he's actually doing it in Australian schools now. It's like to special schools with blind kids and everything else. So it's brilliant. Revolutionary. Although it could be a bit annoying if you're in a horde of blind people doing it. Yeah. But it would be more annoying if you were if actually blind. If you were blind. blind. <laughs> That's right. New Zealand News, the uh, 19.5 hectare central Hotika site of the Westland Racing Club, they just bought it for $100. You could have bought a, a bought horse a racing, racing course. Yeah, $100. Well, I think they bought the land from the council. Yeah, but then, so did you get a horse with the, with the course? I think they were already on the course. I think the Westland, the actual club, they didn't own the course, but they actually bought the actual course for 100 bucks. So, so sorry, is the racetrack... At this club, yeah, Westland Racing Club for a hundred bucks. Hockey Tika, Hockey Tika, yeah, they bought it for a hundred bucks. That's on the west coast of the South Island. That's yeah. where they have a wild food festival. Yeah, so you could have bought your own racetrack, Rob, for a hundred bucks. But there, I think there's going to be some long-term maintenance involved. I mean, and, and you got to figure out how it's going to generate. I mean, it's, it'd be great to sit on a lawnmower and go for a drive. Yeah, but then you got to buy the lawnmower for a start. You need petrol for the lawnmower. You probably need a tractor, and you need and you need to have like those gates and that, and you have. To I have, think you. Um, get all that with it because it's already there that all comes with yeah it must, sure. it must be needing some maintenance sure yeah if he's willing to offer for a hundy so obviously <laughs> i mean racing's not nearly as strong in new zealand as it is well apparently new zealand racing industry review recommended closing 20 race courses around the country so Gosh. you're on the money there yeah so it included this hokitika track so it's good that the this racing club now could take this over and it's not reliant on council doing all the work basically. i'm so su- i am surprised to hear that hokitika has got a track oh really yeah it's just it's not much there oh, okay. like it's a beach town they have, they have the wild foods festival every year wow i went out at 7 a.m in christchurch on a smasher with uh, my mate stevie atkin and we woke up about just after 11 and we said let's go and we drove to three four hours to Hokitika. nice and we're straight on the beach and we've got guitar out and uh plenty of beers played songs in and a great old party slept in the car drove home in the morning <laughs> oh very nice yeah very nice that's my experience of the place they also run uh, meetings at grey mouse omoto omoto race course as well okay. apparently so they, they double gray, it up they try mouse got one as well yeah you can't yeah they, they probably should close 20 race course tracks there's just it's not going to be sustainable in new zealand it's not thriving in new zealand is trotting bigger than because uh, it was into nah. inter dominion on the weekend over in over in new zealand no nah, but alexandra park broman right. uh, something broman is the big uh, why how could you trotting be good uh, trots is just rubbish don't like it the trots apart from when i won on rock and roll tune that time yes no dreams for us this week rob you've been writing them down or what too much hassle oh, moving oh what did i have no no nothing i can say on here really that uh <laughs> oh, that way well, in that case... So we played the first song that came to his head. It just so happened to be. It was the worst song in the world. It was the worst song in the world. Listen to the song and it's clear a mom because the words don't fit and the song is shit. You're a talentless kid. You suck!
He's done it again. That just, just I didn't never really. Fails. It just fell in your lap. Did it it? Did, well, as soon as it came up, I uh, I sent it to you anyway. Really? Oh, that's but right. I forgot what it was. This though. actually led to quite a few others because you're going to go off on this, Rob. Because uh, I've managed to put together a full collection of oh, this rubbish. No. Now, this was the one that got released. It's cricket related again, so I'll play this one first. Bad. <laughs> Thank you for covering Tim Payne. Pitch it short, send to the balcony. I'm the number three by Z. If you need more my leggies. <laughs> I wanted it to go on and on, but that's the only kind of bits I could f- I could find. Who's, who's done that? <laughs> I don't know. It was to be honest. I can find out for you. It's uh, but I I was thinking. <laughs> That there must be other songs out there. But that, see, that's the one that's so bad, it's good. Oh, yeah. It is, uh, and slightly good. out of tune as well, like he's a <laughs> bit of a moron. Yeah. Um, anyway, I came across the Australia's answer to the Barmy Army. What? This is Fanatics thing. Well, this is the Richies. Who are the Fanatics? They, they were at the golf as well. Oh, were they? You just see them and you go, I don't like you. No. Well, they started off as tennis, didn't they? That was the big thing. They used to follow yeah, the Australian tennis, team around the tennis. And they sort of do cricket and then golf yeah, as well. Exactly. And uh, anything else that Australia gets represented. I've it's seen just, them at the... But the Fanatics, what a bad name. <laughs> yeah. Let's start with this. This is the Richies, by the way. It's not the Fanatics. This is the Richies who dress up like Richie Benno oh, and yeah, they yeah, always do yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Uh, so this is uh, the first kind of uh, entry into worst song in the world. Okay. That's it. Th- that's it. That's the first one. I've got two things to say about that. There's not. There's no joke. There and, wasn't a joke. It's, it's just. It's just saying stuff. Yeah, couldn't even and understand it. To bloody me. hell! Drop the key down because no one can <laughs> sing John Farnham. Like it's too high. They've got no chance. Right. Next. This is uh, their song for Usman Khawaja. Short and sweet, at least. I didn't catch the first line. Uh... When he cuts to the fence instead of defence as Kawaja. When he cuts when to the fence instead, instead of, of defence. Yeah, not that he cuts too much. Well, he's not in the team at the moment, is no, he? No, he's not. So, That's right. So, um, again, you could have done better than that. But yeah. Just, there's no... Where's the twist or the joke of the unexpected Well, there isn't, part. is there? Okay, this is uh, one for Victoria's favourite son. Maxwell, Glenn Maxwell, he's a member of the Aussie team. 
with a baggy green. He's an overcoming bowling guy. Number 434. His is in every form. Maxwell, Glenn Maxwell. He's a legend of the Aussie, the Aussie cricket, the Aussie cricket team. He's a legend, Glenn Maxwell, apparently. I still don't get it, though. <laughs> There's no twist. There's no. no, no. It's just saying Glenn Maxwell's good. We're going um, to sing a song for Glenn Maxwell. We're going to Kawaj is good. Let's sing a song for Kawaj. Uh, That's they don't. They just don't get it. Or some whoever's behind it mm. is a moron. Yep, true. Uh, it's, it's a good it's a Flintstones tune. Good tune. Good tune for a sing along. Yep. But come up with something that people going to be hu- humoured by, or some sort of twist, a, a proper actual dig at the opposition, or something. Yeah. With this one, they actually had five versions of the same song where they literally just changed one word but they they managed to do five versions of it and I'll oh, show you why now Tweaks tonight. That's the that's the twist that you wanted, Rob. That sucks. Bowling offies. They're just singing the lion sleeps tonight, and they're just yeah. oh come come on, you're better than that. There was one good line in there. I'm not saying it's good. Bowling offies dismissing pommies. That was quite this advance for them. This is pathetic. Is this gonna keep going? There's a couple more. This is uh, Steve Smith's song. Nah, I already know where it's going. They, they're too unintelligent to pay out the other opposition. That's horrendous. That sucks. Hey, there's a few in here that I didn't even put in because they were even worse than this. There's only one David Warner they were singing. They actually did a video of, there's only one David Warner. One da-. Like, why even film that? Anyway, Christmas scene, this one, Mitch Stark. Oh, God. 
Well, apart from the fact I can't even hear any of the lyrics, doesn't really matter. I mean, the the only thing that's got any nouns to it is it does say Mitchell Stark, the newborn king. Newborn king. Newborn king. Yeah, not newborn king. Okay, so, so that's something, at least. There's something in that. But the rest of it is still bad. It's going to bowl your cricket your toes or something? Yeah, that's all I We're going to do this, and then we're going to do cricket good, and we're going to do bowling fast. Great. And, and that's it. That's as much as I could pull it, Rob. Oh, this is my song. I haven't got much. This is all I got. This is it. Like this. Yeah, loving it. Well, you're all fat and pasty. So that's English, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you're all fat and pasty. You ate up all the pies. You murdered the indigenous and told us lots of lies. And when it comes to cricket, again, it's no surprise. Australia marches on. Australia marches on. Rule Australia, Britannia is no more. Your empire is gone and done for sure. Loving it. That's Good better, day. isn't it? Yeah. It's going right at them. It's got a proper dig. The empire's gone. Pays you up for your uh, atrocious... I'm not saying you. You're not no, English. no, I know. I got you. Pays you up for uh, the days of conquering and conquest and conquer. Yeah. And uh, corrupt behaviours. Gets a little political dig in there. That's- I'll tell you. Yeah. See? You're Consult talented. me. Talented, right? Because clearly not one person in that lot has a brain. I like. I do like the trumpets. It's nice. But it's exactly the Barmy Army yeah. does, so there's nothing new no, there. No, that's right. But I think for a stadium, you don't really have much option because you need something mobile. Yeah. Can't really take your synthesizer in with you, can you, to do the uh, accompany them? Hmm. But I, I, I'm happy to be employed as a consultant if they want to, you know, some more help with yeah. something half all right. That's no, good. And I even stole Britannia. You did? Yeah. Loving it's it. clever, isn't it? Fantastic. <laughs> it's great stuff. Hey, this is Toddy Goldsmith, and you're listening to 365 Days of Sport. Ladies and gentlemen, here's tonight's top ten. <laughs> Yes, Rob, top 10 with Toddy's endorsement. Top 10 to finish off. Yeah, to, to round off. it off. And I've gone to Wellington for this. Win- right. One day, Wellington. This is uh, the uh, Wellington City Council compiled the top 10 weird and most interesting phone calls made to their contact centre over the past 12 months. Yeah, good. like it. They also did uh, the uh, top 10 dog names that Wellington called their dogs. It's important. Can... It's, these are important things to yeah. know. Uh, number 10. They was... do a census for that. They must have done. Yeah. Number 10 was Rosie. Number 9 were Archie. 8, Toby. Who's calling their dog Toby? No, I've come, dog. I've come across dogs called Toby. Uh, seven, Ruby. It's also the name of the baby on Labyrinth. Thanks. Uh, seven, Ruby. Six, Max. Five, Coco. Four, Molly. Three, Poppy. Two, Bella. Number one. James. Charlie. James. Charlie. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen a dog called James. Well. It's like on your dog, Steve. Steve! I'm not here to, to go with the sheep and the flock. Yeah. Okay. I'm a trendsetter. Anyway, uh, the top 10 most interesting calls made to the Wellington City Council Contact Centre 2019. Number 10, I was out catching Pokemon and I've been locked behind the wind turbine exit gate. That's What retired. do you do about that? Oh, that's, that's very poor. Number 9, how can I stop burning my bum when I go down the playground slide? Uh, that's an adult ringing. Yeah, uh, I, th- they have to be like not all there. Okay, that, that, the, the first two I have no doubt will be in some way short of it. Their brain will be not functioning hundred percent. Number eight, I'm cleaning out the flat I used to landlord, and I found a lot of giveaway signs and traffic cones. 
Do you want these? Can you pick them up? Students, see? Students stealing signs, Rob. That's a bit weird. Number seven. What do I do about a stag head on my neighbour's lawn? What do you do about it? What do you do about it? Is it any more specific? Is this, is this one that's a mounted one from a, a hunting expedition? Or just a or severed is it just, stag head? Or just a severed, like, sort of a... Godfather type? Godfather type yeah. of uh, effort? Might be. Don't know. Okay. Number six. There's what, a mouse. What, what do I do though? That's, that's the weird part. What do I do? Well, what do you do? Well, yeah, yeah. Is it is it up to you to do anything in the first place? Not if it's on your neighbour's lawn. It's on your neighbour's lawn. Yeah. What? Unless it is dripping blood, then yeah. you probably need to ring someone. I, I don't think emergency services are there to just sort of dish out advice. Well, this isn't even emergency. Well, this is the council. Right. There's not even emergency services. They're just getting advice. Just the advice line. What do I do? Well, number six, talking about emergency services. Uh, there's a mouse in my house. Should I call the police? They call the council to see if they should call the police. <laughs> About a mouse About in their a house. Mouse. Yeah. Um, oh, I think, I, I hope they gave the sensible answer to that. No. Buy a cat. Or buy a cat. Uh, number five. Hello, is this the number I ring to get a wife? It <laughs> <laughs> depends what, if you're after someone who's... Uh, Works at the council. Uh, who's uh, ad, into administrative council detail. <laughs> exactly right. Then you've increased your chances dramatically without calling that number. Number four. I've got a dead horse in my backyard. Oh. What do I do with it? What's up with the dead horses and, and dead the stags? stags and... Gosh, well, that's definitely Godfather. Yeah. Well, no, he's got a complete dead horse by the sound of it. Mm. I, I might have hopped, jumped the Actually, fence. whose bed? Was it in Marlon Brando's bed? Or was it in... Yeah, I think so. That's a bit weird. Uh, number three. What can the council do about the sun shining through my window and causing my bananas to go brown? Mm. That's when you really need yeah. to ring the council about. Okay. Well, that's when the council should... They should ring the police. <laughs> yeah, to, to arrest this nutter. Yeah. This is a lunatic... That can't who, even move their own bananas who, or out who, of the sun. Who clearly can't think straight to no. the fact that he's ringing about bananas. No. Uh, you might be able to answer this, Rob. Uh, number two. Why do people toot their horns through the Mount Vic Tunnel? The Toot Toot Tunnel, as they call it. Oh, yeah. That's because it's, it's Somebody just a thing died. they do. It's just a thing they did. Mm. It's in respect to somebody that died. A uh, uh, Maori chief or something, I believe. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, anyway. Number one. Am I required to get consent to bury my husband in the backyard? Mm, right. That one... Is particularly interesting, isn't it? Mm. Um, I would suggest that's well, a very old lady, and her husband's been on the back burner on his way out for some time. Yeah, and he's finally she's just sort of waiting for him. Oh, come, hurry up, get on with it, make your decision, mm. stay, stay or go. Don't muck around in the <laughs> middle. And he's gone, and she said, "Oh well, that's I was ready for that. I was waiting for that. C- can I just sort of get on with it? I don't, I don't want to pay for a funeral. No, just bury him in the back. No, he didn't, he, like, no, didn't have any friends. No one liked him. I don't even like him. I'm his wife, and uh, drop kick. It's the best way. Just bury him in the back. Well, at least, at least ask the Next question. Next to the dead horse. At least ask the question. At least ask the question. Yeah. You're just putting it out she, there. What she's saying is, am I required to get consent? Yeah. That's all it is. There's no statement in there. It's just a purely a question. Se- Opening the question. Seeking the right thing to do. So, um, Although it could say she's already buried her husband in the backyard and she's just checking whether she needed okay? consent. Well, that's sort of different. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it's a, a retrospective. Could have. Could have been. We don't know the context in this instance. A posthumous. We don't even know whether her husband has died. That's actually true. It just says, am I required to get consent to bury my husband in the backyard? Mm. So perhaps he is on his way out, or... Or maybe he has problems with balance, and he's (coughs) fallen in a hole. 
Yeah. And he's lying there. And she's just going to cover him like, over. Oh, I can't be asked yeah. anymore. Just cover him over. Right, let's wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the, the orchestra starts playing and he's got his oh. Academy Award lying oh, in the lying in the hole. And nice. It's, and he just gets buried alive. Great. Yeah. Great stuff. It's that's, always that's happening. The way to sh- that's the way to end the speech quickly. <laughs> yeah. Well, cover him over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big pile of dirt. Uh, Rob, what's coming up for you? Well, it's Christmas time. Wrapping up work in the Kareem week. And then, uh, there's a massive uh, raging party at my new uh, house on Saturday. So I believe, yeah. yeah so I'm still waiting for my invite. Be, uh, what? <laughs> I'm coming. Don't well, worry. It took longer to say you're coming. I was, I was going, oh, okay, sweet. Well, don't come then. So finally get, get a nice early invite. No, I'm definitely there. Good. And uh, it's going to be a bit of a raging party. That's the value I'll care. And then my brother arrives on Monday from... Oh. Oh, from which uh, one? Matthew, Matthew and Bernie and little Loretta. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Very good. Two years old. She's going crazy. Wow. Two years old. She's figured out that when she goes to go down the slide, she uses count to ten before she goes down the slide. Oh. But now she's just goes one, two, go. ten. One, two, ten. Yeah. Oh, she cause, counted cause one to ten then. She yelled ten and then she can go. Oh, pretty enough. good for two to be able to count to ten. Yeah. Yeah. I was at least. 16 or 17 before no yeah, yeah. anyway Rob uh, we're not quite sure what's happening next week I might be doing a solo show might be, might be getting solo. some guests I do in. have to drive so I'll be saying it is farewell. Christmas. it's actually farewell for 2020 for oh! Alberta, 2019 rather. bloody hell in that case signing off I better play this yes I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. Karim Benzema. Karim Benzema. Karim Benzema. Karim. Karim. Benzema. What a great end to. Show 142. We're not quite sure if we'll be back next week in this full-formed transposition. You never know, but uh, I've got no life, so I'll probably be here. Right, wow, well, that's good. That's Christmas Eve. <laughs> what? No better place to be on Christmas Eve. Bit of 365 days of sport with yeah, the beef. Just the beef. Talking the, to the, himself. The beef special. The beef special. Posing questions with no one to answer them. <sighs> Can't wait. You can do an. Uh, you can be the. See if you can do an entire debate of which you're both the affirmative and the negative, oh, and go at yourself the whole time. Be like that Aldous Huxley book, Point and Counterpoint. Oh. all about someone's thought process. Or I could just play two hours of Kareem Benzema that, on a loop. That would send people mental. It would do. Yeah. It really would. Right, we've got to thank Jack Link's beef jerky, the best beef jerky on the planet. They're now serving it on. Uh, I can bread. Tell you, 
bread. No, they're serving on airlines, Rob. That's how good yeah, it like is. It. Yep. Uh, I did look it up because they've just released the uh, Frontier Airlines, apparently, are serving beef jerky. Frontier. Oh, great airline, that one. Great airline. Yeah. Uh, Air Canada's got the best. 20 uh, bucks a ticket, 200 for your bag. And 300 for your Jack Link's beef jerky because it's that bloody good. <laughs> Sells out every flight. Got to thank Mercedes Sportswear, the best sportswear in Australia. All right, this has been show 142 of 365 Days of Sports. We'll see you in 2020.